If you can just uh, say your name, spell it for me, your title, and where you work. Sure thing. Let me just get you off a of speaker. Yep, this is Gordy, G-O-R-D-Y, Sheer, S-H-E-E-R. I'm the Director of Marketing and Sponsorship with USA Luge. Going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid. Brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic, but at Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety, like streamlining their check-in process, using high-tech disinfectant machines. Bottom line, Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was a Tuesday, February 2nd. I spoke with Gordy Shear at USA Luge, and we talked about an upcoming fundraiser at the Mount Van Hovenberg Run. It's called The Running of the Balls. Just picture more than a thousand lacrosse balls going down. Uh, the bobsled luge skeleton run at Mount Benhovenberg and going close to the finish line and basically racing down, you know, this the, this ice in February. It's funny, the, the Canadians a couple of years back did a running of the pucks, which uh, I thought was was funny. I don't know how successful their, their program was, but, uh, you know, uh, we're certainly, we have a lot of fun with it. And, uh, you know, it's we're this is our sixth time doing it, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, well, it must it must be working out for you as far as raising those needed funds for the team. Yeah, it's been a really successful fundraiser for us. Uh, Dimitri Feld, our uh, the USA Luge marketing manager, who uh, I work with every day, has done a great job of involving a lot of local sponsors. We also have uh, Duluth Trading Company as our, our um, title sponsor for the event, uh, as they've been for the last two years. So, yeah, I mean... Dimitri's set a goal. Uh, he's trying to get up to thirty thousand dollars this year, and and so every year you you raise thousands of dollars for for the team. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about that later. But for for people don't who are not familiar with running of the balls, just to give us a, a brief description of what uh, maybe we'll see online. Sure. The idea is that you buy an entry into the race, uh, which is and the race is basically taking a ton of lacrosse balls and putting them at a, the top of the luge track with a gate. The gate opens and the lacrosse balls are released and you've each ball is numbered. And the first 10 balls to cross the line plus the last place ball all win cash and prizes. So uh, it's a lot of fun watching, watching these uh lacrosse balls bouncing down a mile of uh, frozen track. It's it's pretty neat, actually. <laughs> and most of these balls, they're either white or they're yellow, but you have a race within a race. Tell me about that with blue balls. Yes. So we have a an opportunity for folks to win a trip to Lake Placid next year to come and watch the World Cup. Obviously, um, you know, this is a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of folks who live here may not uh, necessarily understand that one, but 
Lake Placid is a huge destination for all of our uh, our fans and families and supporters. So uh, the, the idea is that you can win a trip to Lake Placid, all expenses covered, and stay in one of our great local hotels and watch the team race during next year's World Cup. And we weren't able to have a World Cup this year because of the uh, this season, because of the pandemic. But fingers crossed for, for next season, right? Yeah, it's looking pretty good. I think we'll be able to race. Luge racing will return to North America next year. And, uh, you know, the other thing that, that's a little bit different is that this year we won't have um, a camera crew. So we're recruiting our athletes to help us. Uh, become the camera crew so we're going to have athletes stationed with their with their um, mobile devices uh, shooting all of our our running of the balls and then we'll edit together and it'll it will be aired on the uh, on the 20th of uh, February so it's it's aired on the 20th when, when is the day that you're actually doing it uh, that's a, a couple of days before so oh. we need time to uh, organize and, and get you know, edit everything together and we'll have um, prizes will be announced. You know, it'll, it'll be a nice comprehensive um, broadcast uh, on our, on usaluge.org. Yeah. And this is all at the Mount Van Hovenberg uh, combined track. And, and the track is shared between the USA Luge and the USA bobsled and skeleton teams, just to, so people don't know if they don't know that already. Um, as far as the, the the lacrosse balls, those are being provided by, by who now? Uh, Summit Lacrosse. Okay. Um, they are, you know, our friends who organize the local lacrosse tournament here in Lake Placid every year. So uh, they've been very generous and helpful over the years in helping to organize this event. And they've done that since the first year, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they donated. They've been... Uh, feeding us with a steady supply of lacrosse balls over the years so <laughs> and and very afterwards these balls get used on the on lacrosse fields right no actually we we keep them because they're all numbered and written on um, oh okay yep yeah i remember visiting your office when uh you you had staff actually you know using a marker to number all these i remember that yeah we've got at least uh, I think we're up to 1,300 lacrosse balls in the building now. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> See, that's why you had to expand to make room for all those lacrosse balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How's the new facility working out, by the way? It's working out great. You know, we're, we've been able to really – one positive of the, pan, of the pandemic is that the team was here this fall, and we were able to really understand the space – and see what we needed um, and make the make the necessary adaptations to really maximize uh, the working areas and also obviously the training areas themselves. We're still refining our timing and analysis system. And so that's going to that's going to be some time. But, you know, it's it's coming along nicely and we're absolutely thrilled with with what we have here. Yeah, just to remind folks who are listening to the podcast that uh, renovations to the USA Luge headquarters on Church Street in Lake Placid were done, and you were supposed to have an open house near the beginning of the pandemic, but because of COVID, uh, you had to cancel that, and so people couldn't go and and see the new, you know, start ramp and and the new office space. And but it, at least from the outside, I haven't taken a tour because uh, of the pandemic, but the outside looks great. So, and you're you're using the facility, yeah. 
Yeah, we're, it's been super helpful. We definitely look forward to the day when we can open the doors and let people in and, and show them what we've got uh, here in our STAR facility. But at least we are able to use it for our athletes. And, you know, we have been in here since the middle of May, you know, once we went into um, phase two in consultation with the state of New York and um, the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, we were able to kind of slowly ease our way back in here and do it as safely as possible. Um, and now to the point where we're still obviously operating under a, a lot of um, restrictions, but you know we're, we're doing our best to do that as safely as we possibly can. So, uh, back to the running of the balls. I I, I know that uh, when you first started out, you you just you, you did the event in the hopes that. Uh, maybe the balls would get close to the finish line, but they don't actually make it to the finish line, right? How far do they get? Well, we we have a, a running of the balls finish line. Um, <laughs> they they we know we always knew that they'd never make it all the way up to the uh, official finish line because they just don't have that much weight and momentum. Um, but basically, at the low point in the track in Curve 19 is the running of the balls finish line. So. Um, that's, that's kind of always been our, our understanding since, um, you know, since we started this event. So did you have to do something to the balls to make them go faster? Did you have to freeze them ahead of time? What, what, what were the, what's no. the preparation <laughs> for the... the preparation is actually keeping them outside so that they're cooled down. Oh. Uh, and what the cooling does is stops them from bouncing so much every, you know, we probably lose a few out of the track. And that's kind of to be expected, but um, you know that that's again that's just kind of part of uh, part of the fun of it is watching the occasional ball okay. kind of just fly out of the track. Do you think there may be errant uh, lacrosse balls there along the track somewhere still from past uh, events? Well, usually when the snow melts, the, the <laughs> track crew out there will find a couple of uh, you know one or two here or there. But we're generally generally able to recover most of them. Yeah. And most of them uh, reach your finish line, but you have oh, a number yeah. of a number of different prizes. It's amazing how many prizes. It's not like first, second, and third place. You've got all the way up to ten prizes plus the last place ball. How do you? Who decides on the? Who's there to catch the last place ball or the first place ball? How many people do you have there? Well, we usually have. It's myself and Dimitri and another, perhaps another person or two in the track. And, and, you know, usually the first five or six, there's a little bit of separation. But then all of a sudden, they just start coming down at you fast and furious. So you really have to keep an eye on what's coming at you. Um, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun to, to grab them and, and try and sort them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always fun and challenging. And, and how fast does a, a, a regular luge athlete make it down to the finish line? Uh, you know, it's usually around 50 seconds, um, from the top and the lacrosse balls. Usually this thing takes about two and a half, two, about two minutes to get down. So, gotcha. but it, you know, it's still fast enough. I'd say the balls get going probably at about 35, 40 miles an hour at their fastest. Yeah. I think the, the, the most fun part of it is when, when a bunch of them come streaming by together because it's not all like here's one, then there's another one, and and sometimes they, they come in packs. They're like, zoo, zoo. it's actually pretty yeah. neat to to, to watch. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. 
you know, it, it's Ed, to your point, it's definitely unique and people get a kick out of it. So uh, I think that's why it's it's become, you know, kind of popular in its own little way. So if people want to sponsor balls, how much is it? Um, well, there you can buy balls. There's um, you can go to usaluge.org and all the information there is there. Okay. Um, and if you want to become a sponsor, you can also, um, you know, you can also uh, contact Dimitri here at the U.S. Luge office uh, at 518-523-2071. And D is at uh, extension 104. Yeah. I think the yellow and white balls are like 10 bucks each or three for 25. But the blue ones are $30 each because that's the race within the race. That's correct. Gotcha. Okay. And and just tell us how, how you spend the money because people are real interested. This is our home team, the USA Luge Athletes. Finally got a chance to compete in Europe. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, one more race, one more World Cup in St. Moritz coming. And what do we do? I, U.S. Luge does four things. We recruit, we develop, we train and support athletes uh, for the for – the, um, in the sport of luge – to represent the United States at competitions around the world. So, uh, you know, we're unlike other sports, we have to find athletes from, from day one and turn them into, uh, hopefully Olympic medalists. And, you know, there's no little league, there's no college system. Uh, there's nothing like that. So it's really incumbent upon us to really do that job. And, you know, that it takes a lot of, um, a lot of funding, a lot of resources to send our teams around the world, to build them the best sleds in the world, and to you know make sure that they have the best staff in the world, and you know that they can get on those planes and go all go to all those places that they need to go to. Yeah, not not everybody. It's not like USA Hockey where you know they you know they get on skates when they're three years old or six years old or whatever, and they dream of, of be, becoming a a pro athlete or are on the Olympic team. Uh, kids aren't, you know, getting on uh, sleds, uh, at least your kinds of sleds at, you know, age eight years old and, and say, I want to go to the Olympics. Maybe Gordy Shear did that before he got his silver medal, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you've got to, you've got to go out and recruit. It's, there's a, it's, it's very time consuming. It is. And, you know, our, our team structure is, if you imagine a pyramid, um, we go around in the summer months with wheeled sleds uh, here in Lake Placid and, and around the country uh, looking for kids between age 9 and 13. And we'll see, you know, six, seven, eight hundred kids in a summer and then invite the best hundred here to Lake Placid to be screened. Uh, and then we'll not take the best, probably 10 to 15 of those hundred kids that we screen in Lake Placid and put them on what we call our D team. And that's sort of the, the base of our, our, our pyramid, our triangle of development. And so the, the kids start working their way up through our team structure. They've got the D team, the C team, the nat junior national team, and then ultimately the national team. And then the top of the pyramid is the Olympic team, which is once every four years. Uh, and it's only 10 athletes. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a long road to become an Olympian. Yeah. And the Olympics, uh, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, in Beijing in a year, uh, next year. And so uh, this fundraiser will, will help uh, with with that team, or, or at least uh, some members of the team? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely it will. And it will help our, our 
athletes who will become Olympians. It'll help them next season. It'll help them over the summer. It will help them get everything that they need. This is obviously a, a critical time for us. Uh, the coming uh, spring and summer months will be important in terms of technical development and making sure that the sleds are running as fast as they possibly can. So um, that's what you're supporting. Uh, and you're supporting kids, you know, you know their, their dreams, basically. Well, the last day to, uh, to buy a ball for the running of the balls fundraiser for USA Luge is Tuesday, February 16th, I believe. That is correct. Great. Well, Gordy Shear from USA Luge, thanks for your time and good luck. Thank you very much, Andy. I really appreciate it. Go downhill. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Bergren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at bergrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid. Mm-hmm.